Before we get this podcast started, we have to thank today's sponsor of the podcast, Wreckham Outdoors. Owned and managed by Captain Preston Long, Wreckham Outdoors is a full-service fishing charter based out of Corpus Christi slash Baffin Bay area, also servicing Port Mansfield and Port Aris. Whether you're a single angler or a group of five, Captain Preston is equipped to take you on an outdoor adventure you will never forget, while doing his best to make sure you and your group are on the fish. You can find pricing and full information about their half and full day trips, along with other information about Wreckham Outdoors on their website, www.wreckhamoutdoors.com. You can also find more photos of their happy customers and their fish on their website, along with on their Facebook and Instagram pages, at Wreckham Outdoors. Wreckham Outdoors, guns up, suns up. Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into another installment of the Guns Up Nation podcast. I'm R.C. Maxfield alongside Tobias Bass. Had to get it in gallery view, Tobias, so they can see your face, too, and not just mine. Uh, How you doing down there in H-Town, man? I'm trying to say coolest. It's out of hell here. It's like one, 105, something like that. No wind. It is hot. Dude, it was 111 here yesterday. Well, it's hotter here. But nonetheless, it's, 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 it's hot. Okay. And Fair enough. Had a black, well, this, this not even black shirt. I had this dark shirt on all day today, and I was out in the sun. Good Lord. I don't know how I did it. Well, that sounds like a personal issue on your part. Um, should have made a better decision. Yeah. Well, but you didn't. Yeah. Um, and it happens sometimes. But Tobias, we thanked a lot of people last time. But the first two podcasts we've had, dude, 27,000 views yeah. combined. Um, that's crazy. Thank you to everyone that's listening for sure. That support um, means everything. It's crazy, you know. It's getting more and more and more. Yeah, it's wild, man. Absolutely insane. And this is during a downtime, too, in yeah, exactly. sports. Um, yeah, so exactly. go tell your friends about us. Get on Guns Up Nation at, on Facebook, Twitter, now on Instagram. I know Michael wants us to promote that. So go look at the Instagram page. A lot of good content there. But we're your one-stop shop for everything Texas Tech sports for sure. And if you want to go check out the website, gunsupnation.com, that's another place where Tobias and I are putting all of our content as well. Mm-hmm. And um, speaking of content on the website, I think this might be the most viewed content on any website. Um, Well, it's definitely the richest contract ever given away. That's for sure. Patrick Mahomes becomes the richest man in American sports history, a 12-year extension that could possibly make him $503 million, a half billion dollars to buy us. I know we're a little late to this since we recorded last week, hours before the news became official, but what are your thoughts about this contract? $503 million. I mean, people have been asking me, you know, the last week or so, you know, was it worth it? I'm like, uh, yeah, ask the Bears how they feel. They have, you know, they have a fantastic defense, two good running backs, a good good receiver and a half, a decent tight end, can't go to the playoffs. Chargers. Chargers have a top five roster in the NFL. You you go by just player by player, position by position, they they don't have any flaws but quarterback. Didn't go to the playoffs last year. Carson Wentz, when he goes down, what happens? You need you need a quarterback, and when you have the best one in the NFL, a generational talent like Mahomes, you have 
the payment. This is what the market stands for. And he's um he deserves his money. What's crazy is if he wants to, if he wants to, he can be a billionaire before he's forty. If he wants oh, to, he's going to be a billionaire quick. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, got to think cool. he's got he's going to get up. You know, on his uh, he's going to re up on his Adidas contract. He's got a Coors Light contract now. I mean, just unbelievable your, type yeah. stuff. I mean. State, it, it, State Farm, uh, the other insurance company. No, it's State Farm. Yeah. State Farm, State Farm. With Aaron yeah, Rodgers, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, just he, he's the face of the NFL and he's 24. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's just say he doesn't play as long as Tom Brady or anything, but let's just say that he plays till the end of this contract. You're talking about another 12 years, another decade. I mean, there's yeah. no reason why he can't be a billionaire, the first NFL player to ever become a billionaire. There's no yeah, reason. No. Yeah, he should. I mean, he can even talk about him investing his company. You know, he might even start his own, I don't know, Mahomes production, whatever it is. You know, he can do that like LeBron did. He can easily be a billionaire before he's 40. Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely insane. And I've had a lot of people contact me, too, and say it wasn't worth it. No man is worth that. You, you have to realize um, sports figures do not just bring money to their teams. They bring it to their economies. Yeah. They bring, you know, so much publicity. And any publicity that Patrick Mahomes brings right now is good publicity, especially yeah. for Kansas City, right? You're thinking about this, right? Kansas City was not able to get out of the first round with yeah. Alex Smith as quarterback. My Tennessee Titans beat them with Marcus Mariota. You know where Marcus Mariota is yeah. right now? He's a backup quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, okay? Yeah. That should tell you all that they need to do. And, and you mentioned it, a quarterback is so important, right? And if you have the best of the best, an iconic figure, I was reading something where if you think about it in terms of today's, you know, landscape of social media and just how quickly you can obtain eyeballs to pay attention to you, right? Patrick Mahomes has a chance to be more of an iconic figure just because of the sheer circumstance of the, you know, electronical age we live in than Michael Jordan. Like, you have to think about that. Right, because Michael Jordan didn't have social media. He didn't have all these things where people could connect instantaneously. Right, it was just TV, newspaper, and radio. For Patrick Mahomes, you're looking at this grand scale. You have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. In terms of social media, not to mention, you know, Facebook, radio, or you know, TV, radio, podcasts like we're doing right now. I mean, there's so many things that he has the opportunity to do as an iconic player that I'm not saying he ever be Michael Jordan because the Jordan brand is just ridiculous. Right. But at the same time, you look at it, he has that opportunity. He, he, he has the opportunity, right? No, he definitely has the opportunity. Like you now with Kansas City, like we said, they haven't had a, you know, a popular sports figure like this since Tony Gonzalez and he hasn't played there in over a decade. So, like you said, they don't just bring money to the team. They bring it to the entire city. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason why to pay the big bucks. You know, he's going to – then also, you know, he's going to give some of that money back to charity. You know, Pat's a good guy. He's just going to, you know, he's going to change people's futures. You know, yeah. he's, he, he's going to help, you know, a lot. He don't, let's say next year he has um, a burger spot that he creates, you know, in Kansas City. That brings more jobs to people. Well, he That's did create a burger spot in Kansas City. Yeah. It's called Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's that's jobs. That's jobs. That's yeah. jobs. You know. Yeah, he's giving people not people an opportunity. You know, let's say like we talked. Hey, he creates his own production company. That's more job. That's more opportunity. You know, for people that you know didn't have that would have never had that opportunity before. Yeah. No, it's it, it's insane. Congrats to Pat, his family. I mean, it's um, 
unbelievable, man. I mean, I, I thought he was going to be a star. Don't get me wrong, but he's surpassed yeah. everybody's wildest expectations in terms of what he could have done as an NFL quarterback. I mean, this is just absolutely insane um, for what he's done. And my other point is, is like, let's say six years from now, he wins two more Super Bowls. He won't, he'll be worth more than 500. Salary cap continues to go up. Be. He'll be worth he'll, he'll, if, it, if it continues to go up, you know, unfortunately we're going through a crisis right now. But if it continues to go up, I could argue he could be worth more than that. If he wins two Super Bowls in six years, I could argue. He have three in six years. I think he would be worth more than that. I oh, could argue. I, I mean, if the salary cap continues to go up, like you said, there's no reason why. Yeah, be. Worth more than that. People, people are getting, you know, confused on, like, they're getting, you know, they're baffled by the number. But I'm saying you have to understand, like, what – He's 24 years old. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, We've never seen anything like this. We haven't seen anything like it. Like, Steph Curry, you know, he got really, really good late. He was almost 30. He was, like, 27. Yeah. You know, he got – Mahomes, he – you know, he came in as a first-year starter, won the MVP. They're like, oh, wow, this guy is special. Second-year second full-time starter, MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. No, it's it's wild, man. Who, who, who would have thought, you know? Um, who a Texas Tech Red Raider, man. They sure didn't. Throwing a lot of shade on the Bears right now. Um, but let's move on so you don't throw any more shade on the city of Chicago and ruin that part of the country for our audience. Um, speaking of Texas Tech quarterbacks, Alan Bowman was named to the Davey O'Brien preseason watch list. He was named there last year as well. Obviously, we know Alan Bowman. He's produced when he's on the field for Texas Tech, but the problem is he hasn't been on the field the whole time. Um, mm. Whether that's, you know, the punctured lung or the shoulder injury, whatever it may be, um, the talent's there, and it's kind of baffling to me. You look around Red Raider Nation right now, and a lot of people don't even think he's going to start. And we're talking about injuries. I mean, Maverick has gone through the same thing. Maverick mm -hmm. really hasn't been healthy, you know, the past two years either, and he hasn't really even played. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of a situation of at least we've seen Alan Bowman. When he's on the field, he produces. You know, and I get people are in an enamored, you know, state of, you know, Maverick right now in terms of, oh, we, there's the unknown there. You know what I mean? And I get yeah. that, but the unknown could be far worse than Alan Bowman, who is 6-5 right. and five as a starter. When you look at the 11 games he's played, he didn't start the Mississippi game um, his freshman year, but they're 6-5. and five. I think Texas Tech fans right now, if you, you would take a 6-5 and five record. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he definitely has talent. He's just the only issue is to stay on the, um, stay on the field. You know, if, I mean, he's on the field. He's, he's solid. You know, he's, he's, solid. he's won us some games, you know. My thing is with him is he needs to stay on the field and also he needs to um, – improve because we talked about this last year you know there were still things that he was doing as a freshman that he didn't change but I mean he's still a young he was still a young quarterback he's had time hopefully you know he's in the lab you know studying film but he definitely has a time to be a, a good quarterback especially in this conference the type of offense that we're going to run so I would you know like I said the job's there he's going to have a little more competition than he's probably used to having but if he's a true gamer and he wants this position the opportunity is still there you know it's still there you know it's not like we have yeah, he has competition, but, you know, pressure breaks pipes. And if he wants that position, he's going to go out there and earn it. Well, I mean, too, I mean, people are saying that Maverick might start. Yeah. Yost and Wells have already come out and said Bowman's the guy. Bowman's like, the guy. Now, can you, can you lose that starting position if you play like crap? Absolutely. That's football. You just talked about it. Pressure breaks pipes. If you don't perform, you're not going to play. That's just simple and plain. That's how it goes, right. you know. That's any profession, though. You know, you could if you're not flipping burgers right at McDonald's, they're not going to let you flip burgers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just really how it goes, right? You know, we're just talking about a quarterback at this point. So, personally, I think Alan Bowman is super talented. I love the guy. Um, now, 
Could he be injury prone? Sure. But to me, a punctured lung, that's a freak accident, yeah. right? That does not happen to very many people. Exactly. Now, if he just repeatedly over and over again has a shoulder injury, okay, we can talk about this, you know, injury prone label. But I hate doing that to athletes because sometimes, you know, we, we have this high standard for athletes like, oh, they're in the best possible shape they can be and then they shouldn't be able to get injured. Like, they're human beings. It's going to happen. Football. You're playing it's, it's football. Gonna, exactly. It's a physical sport. If you get hit wrong just by, you know, the sure, you know, aspect that you're playing a physical game, they're literally gladiators. We're playing American mm. gladiators right now um, in the realest sense of, you know, the 2020 version, right? You're going to get hurt. It's just, it's just going to happen. And, you know, quarterbacks, they're not supposed to be getting hit. Sometimes you get hit. It happens, right? right? And so I think really Alan Bowman is a really good quarterback, in my opinion. It's just, can he stay yeah. healthy? And if he does, I think realistically that helps Texas Tech. There's a, lot of t- there's a lot of guys out there, too, in the fan base saying, oh, well, he didn't play well in the three games that Yost was the OC. He was a brand-new coordinator. Of course yeah. he didn't. Name me one quarterback that plays good in their first three games under a brand-new coordinator in college. Sure. Not very many guys yeah. do that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at uh, Drew Locke. He had a new coordinator every year he was in college. Yes. Marcus every Mariota. Year, yeah. Marcus Mariota in the NFL had a coordinator five years, and he was only mm-hmm. a starting quarterback for five years. Like, you know, it happens. Like, even – and I don't, I'm not trying to compare Alan Bowman to Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is a top, what, 20 – I'll play it conservative – college quarterback of all time? Yeah, probably, Easily, yeah. right? Yeah. If we're talking about mm-hmm. Alan Bowman. I don't think Alan mm-hmm. Bowman's Marcus Mariota, but even Marcus Mariota struggled with a new coordinator. You have to get these times – you know, these guys time to develop, you know, and get comfortable in the scheme and figure out what works. Um, and you just got to be patient. That's really all it is. I mean, also, what I like about the situation is he has weapons. A ton like of them. He has a ton of weapons. Not like he's coming there, you know, he's not throwing and no nobody's. He has weapons. I, know, I don't know if you saw the story, but ESPN did a story um, yesterday on uh, EZ, Eric Uzakama. They yes. said they think that he might be one of the pop guys in the country. They said people aren't talking about him enough. No, he's, he's on awesome. the team. Yeah, he is. Basher comes back. He's still got the running backs back there. He's using tight ends now. I mean, he has weapons. And yeah. he's getting the guy from Alabama. Like, he, he has weapons. So. Yes. I mean, Thompson, Sir Roger Thompson might be the most underrated running back in the Big 12. You get yeah, yeah. Jack yeah. Anderson back at right guard. Deaton has proven that he's a really yeah. good lineman, right? Now, there's other question marks on that offensive line. But they have depth there now. They get a grad transfer from Wolford. Or yeah. not Wolford, but Wofford, I should Wofford, say. yeah. Uh, I just confused it with that small town outside of Lubbock. But that's the thing. Like, you have you have talent on that offensive line. It's really just can it all come together? And if it does, I mean, it's not going to sound great, but you have to realize where this program is. If it all comes together, and by all comes together, I mean Bowman gets to play all whatever amount of games they play, I bet you they go 7-5. and five, Or if it's just Big 12 play, I bet you they probably go, you know, 4-5, and 5-4. Five, five and four. Yeah. That's not bad that's considering not bad. where they were. You have to be realistic. And I get, you know, the baseball and the basketball programs are not helping with that um, yeah. in terms of being realistic. They just pop real time. quick. Football's different. It just, it just takes yeah. a little while longer, unless you're right. one of those special programs like Baylor has been the past two or three years. Right. Now, you know, with basketball, you just need one, maybe two good, two really good players, and your whole entire program changes. You know, football is 11 guys on the field. You need the quarterback's not good if his offensive lineman isn't good, you know. Absolutely. Quarterback only can do so much. Running back won't be good if, you know, they're not blocking. This list goes on and on. So, yeah, I know, like you said, those programs are not making it any better. But our day is coming. You got to just be patient. I know we've been saying that for a while now. But you just have to continue to be patient. It's a process, no doubt. So, we'll move on, though. Texas Tech basketball, 
they landed a, it depends where you look, three-star, four-star recruit. You got to mm-hmm. interview his coach, Tobias. It's, yeah. I'm going to butcher his name. It's Vladislav Golden. Golden, yeah. Oh, I nailed that name. You like that right there. That's the broadcaster in me. Um, Tobias got to sit down. There's an article on the site, gunsupnation.com, where he actually got to interview his high school coach. Um, Tobias, what did his high school coach, don't give away the whole article, but what were some of the main points that kind of stuck out to you about Golden's game that his head coach wanted the Red Raider Nation to know about? So if you know about uh, Putnam Science Academy, they've um, he's coached a lot of good bigs. Uh, Akot, Akot, or Okot, Okot, he plays at uh, UConn. He was like a top 60 recruit. He's, he's fascinating. He's he, he's a weirdo, but he's he's fascinating. They have this guy, but uh, Bonaventure, his name is – I don't know what it is. Like, all his bigs have the same first and last name. I don't know. That's that's weird. But the other guy, Bonaventure, he's breaking records up there. Coach Espinosa said that Golden was the best big he's ever coached. And we're talking about a top 60 guy like you talked yeah. about. Yeah, he said he said, he said he was the best big um, he's ever coached. And he said that uh, he thinks that he's going to be a pro. He loves his work ethic. He said he's very, very smart. He's super skilled. He was the best free throw shooter on the team, things like that. They said he never missed a practice. He plays through injuries, and he loves how tough and bright he is. He said that, um, you know, he's, uh, he's from Russia, so he had a language barrier, but he said he didn't give up. He said he actually learned the language um, on his own. You know, he – he learned it, you know, just on his own. So he says he's a very, very smart kid. So he said that uh, he was a Red Raider fan, that we should be very excited about this guy, and he thinks that he's going to be a, a star at Tech. There you go. Go check out that uh, interview that Tobias had with Coach Espinosa up there at the Science Putnam Academy, correct? Yeah, Putnam Science Academy. And, Putnam, uh, I, I flipped it. I apologize. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah, there you go. And uh, just a little background, too. Tobias didn't even mention this. Uh, Red Raider transfer this past year, Russell Tachua. Yeah. went up there as well. So Red Raiders getting back-to-back guys. And I believe Malik Ondingo went up there as well, correct? Him and uh, the other guy, he just transferred to uh, Buffalo from Tech. This is the fourth year in a row that Tech has had a uh, Putnam Science Academy player. Four You're talking about Mbala? Mbala. He was another one. He also went to Putnam as well. So Got a connection up there. Yeah, this is four years in a row. He talked, I talked about that as well in the story. Him and, he said Tech and uh, Putnam, they have a really, really um, a nice little connection there. There you go. That's good to hear. But it'd be interesting to see if he redshirts this year, which is a possibility. But at the same time, if he's a skilled big, Texas Tech is in desperate need of those, um, especially after how they, you know, didn't really have a really big skilled guy in terms of over six eight. Holyfield yeah. was really the only big guy that they had. But it'll be interesting to see how Golden fits into that puzzle that Coach Beard and Coach Adams and all of them want to put together for this upcoming season. We'll move on, though. Texas Tech football unveiled new jerseys. Tobias, you've seen the jerseys. A lot of people have seen them. What's your thoughts on these jerseys, man? Um, I like the jersey, but I mean, am I being, you know, are they are they that different? No. no okay, I, I, I didn't think I didn't think so. I mean, they have a little, you know, stripe down the back part of the or the top part of the helmet, but they're not that different. But I mean, Tech, we've always had cool jerseys. You know, we that's one thing I guess we we are proud of. We've always had cool football jerseys. So I mean, just adding more to the repertoire is good. No, I agree. I think a lot of people don't like the new sleeves. Um, I kind of like them, but at the same time, I get their argument. Um, To me, it's just, you know, it's kind of, they didn't really change much, in my opinion. Um, You know, and maybe that's a frustration aspect with Under Armour. I know a lot of people want to see new jerseys and tech with, a lot of tech fans were frustrated that um, we stuck with Under Armour for another four years. But I kind of like Under Armour, but again, I wish there was just a little bit more change on the jerseys personally. That's really all it comes down to for yeah. me. Same for me. And I said, I mean, as long as the sleeves, eh, 
long as they can catch the damn football, it doesn't really bug me. Whatever, whatever's going to help them catch the football, whatever's going to help them break tackles, tackle people, force fumbles, whatever it's going to I don't care if they're wearing, a, I don't know, a cloth, whatever, like a little little bandana, whatever it is that's going to help them in the game, just put it on. It doesn't matter. Please wear more than just a bandana. Well, I was talking about on their arms, but okay, yeah. good. I was, yeah, yeah. I was hoping you weren't talking about just them wearing a bandana. No, that, no, that no one wants to see that. Yeah, it kind of sounded like you did for a second. I don't, I don't want to see those three. I don't want to see any of them like that. Definitely not the three big three hundred pounders. I don't want to see that. Oh, I'm just saying what it sounded like for a split second that you wanted them to play football in just bandanas. No, sir. I want them to play football well. That's what I want them to do. Well, I think that's what Red Raider Nation wants too, um, yeah. if we're being honest. But Tobias, before we talk to. Captain Preston Long, we have to let the people know about H2O Floats, one of the sponsors for today's podcast. Red Redder Nation, it's hot out there. Tobias and I just talked about it, 105 with humidity in Houston, 111 out in Hobbs where I am. And you have the AC cranking, dripping a little bit. It looks like Tobias might be sweating inside right now. I see a little bit of sweat dripping down his uh, eyebrow right now. There's no question right now. It is summer, no doubt. The one thing we all want to do right now is get away, cool off in our backyard pool, or find a nice, relaxing lake or river that's open safely due to COVID-19. H2O Floats created your favorite college mascot as a pool float to help bring the fan experience to the water. That includes your very own mascot, Raider Red. Now, you don't have to wait until football season to show off to your next-door neighbor, Jimmy, who's an Aggie, and oh my goodness, you hate him, but you got Raider Red floating in your pool, a big six-foot one over here showing who's boss because we got Coach Beard, Coach Tadlock, you know, Patrick Mahomes, half a billion-dollar man and whatnot. You show off all your school spirit. Get your Raider Red pool float today at www.h2ofloats.com. That's www.h2ofloats.com. And tell them Guns Up Nation sent you, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Welcome back into the Guns Up Nation podcast. We are now joined by, well, a captain, Tobias. I think this is the first time we've inter- interviewed, like, a captain, Tobias, right? Yeah, that's true. First time. I'm first time. Here. So, Captain Preston Long is on the show from Wreck'em Outdoors. He's the intro that we had earlier to the podcast. Preston, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm just happy to be here, guys. Uh, excited to actually get a chance to be on the radio. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So tell us a little bit about Wreck'em Outdoors. We see all these photos and stuff. And Preston, I know I didn't tell you this before we went live on the podcast, but I've never fished in my life. Um, So if you need to leave right now, I completely understand. If you want to just like take everything back, I get it. Um, But just tell us a little bit about Wreck'em Outdoors and what's going on with your company. Man, uh, you know, pretty much I I worked in the oil field ever since uh, I graduated from tech. And uh, I've always been able to guide hunts and you know it started getting into the fish i've been fishing my entire life since i was about seven and uh anyway i had the financial backing to start a fishing company and that's what i did last year you know obviously i wanted to honor my alma mater wreck them outdoors you know pretty much i uh we fish baffin bay port mansfield uh port o'connor if if need be and uh what we do is we do weight fishing and pretty much we get out of the boat and we get after it. We go after speckled trout, redfish, and, you know, every now and then we get into a flounder. But, uh, you know, that's pretty much what we do. We, you know, it doesn't matter if you've never fished before or, you know, some of the more experienced anglers with those lures, you know, if we could accommodate everybody. You know, pretty much, you know, you just, you could have King Ranch on one side, you could be hitting a redfish or a trout on the other, see deer running around, and it's, it's just an amazing experience. And, 
I've had a lot of alumni and, you know, Texas Tech people come down and fish. You know, it's just been really cool to see, you know, Red Raider Nation, you know, you know, come and help me out. You know, obviously, I'd rather fish with Red Raiders than Aggies or Longhorns. And Understandable. Texas. I mean, if, if you're coming down uh, from Lubbock or West Texas, if you want to fish for a Red Raider, I'm your guy. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, there we go. See, you don't want to fish with a Sooner. Because they're going to talk to you about how they took Baker Mayfield and all this stuff, which is we're the reason he got there. Get over it. Um, definitely don't want to fish from anybody with Xerox U, you know, up in Stillwater. Definitely don't want to do that. And then we don't even need to name that place down there in College Station or Austin, especially the one in College Station. That's a cult right there. I uh, don't want to give them any credit. So, but yeah, if you want to support a Red Raider business, what better one than go have some fun out on the lake, get a little color. I got a little color this weekend, but it was more than a little color. I got like bumps from sunburns. It was my buddy's bachelor party. It was not a good look for me. I don't know if this is my skin or a shirt right now. That's how red I am, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, no, go support Wreck'em Outdoors. You'll be hearing from them on our podcast and on the website. We got a banner up there. So if you want to go check them out, the banner is on the website at gunsupnation.com. And then you can go to their website, wreck'emoutdoors.com, and see all their prices and everything. And go hang out with Preston for half a day or even better, make it a full day, right? Yeah, I would love to have you know, a full day. Hell, we'll do it two or three days if you want to. So. There you go. <laughs> we, we, like to see, we like to see progression and, and people, you know, and, you know, I'll have, like I said, I'll have people I've never fished before. They fish two or three days, and then they're catching fish right in the air next to me. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. There you go. Love to hear it. So, Preston is joining us for Legends Week here on Guns Up Nation. So, what is Legends Week? You're seeing all these little poles that go out. I think a lot of people did them in March, right, Tobias? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Probably in March, middle of, after spring break. Yeah, so like what it is, is we're going to try to find the ultimate Texas Tech legend. I already told Preston he can call me on my bull crap. I told Tobias, well, Tobias already knows. I told him that a long time ago, and Tobias knows the same thing. So I kind of put a list together. I'm sure they're not going to agree with me on everything. I know that Preston already said he's not going to agree with me on one of them, um, and he's going to add his own take. So what there is is there's categories. I think Tobias, we decided that we're going to have two football poles, two men's basketball poles, a baseball pole, a women's sports pole, and then two coaches poles as well. So let's go ahead and start off with football. Um, Preston already said he's going to call me out on one of them, but I'll read my eight right now that I have for the whole poll, and then we can kind of work through it, who we think will be the top two, and then battle it out. So I have Patrick Mahomes, Michael Crabtree, Graham Harrell, and then basically everybody else is in the ring of honor for me, so for the football ring of honor. So Gabe Rivera, Zach Thomas, Donnie Anderson, EJ Holcomb, and then Dave Parks as well. So I already know that uh, Preston wants to call me on one of these. Preston, who do you think should be on that list? Man, uh, you know, obviously when I was going to school, Crabtree, so, I mean, that's, that's cool with me. Uh, Wait, so you were at and, Tech when Crabtree was going bananas with Harold? Yeah, I, w I was actually there at the game and was on the field at the right time, and I actually ended up next to Mac Brown. I actually did. I don't know how, but I ended up next to him, and I may have said a few sports things to him. But oh, you were the one of the ones, those people that he was yeah. talking about about at the presser? Yeah, I mean, we got to live up to our tech fandom, you know? So, You're right. You're right. Uh, Which guy would yeah. you put on that list, though? Man, uh, I think when we're talking about Texas Tech legends, uh, you definitely have to have Wes Welker on there. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. And, Thank you. I mean, 
and that, and that's considering his NFL career. I mean, if you you know are a little wide receiver growing up, you wanted to be Wes Welker in the slot. And uh, what he did here at Tech and some of the games that he had were truly memorable. Uh, I know growing up, you know, I think around like sixth grade, I just, you know, I wanted to be a Red Raider, you know, based off the air raid. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to be Wes Welker, you know, growing up. <laughs> so uh, maybe that may be a little biased, but that's just how I feel about it. I mean, you got to throw Eric Morris in there too in that 2008 season. I think a lot of people forget about him and what he did. Uh, with Crabtree, with Detron Lewis, uh, you know, he definitely made things very difficult for the defenses, and was fun to watch. Tobias, you were saying thank you about Wes Welker. I told Preston earlier, too, before we started recording, that you and Michael gave me a little bit of crap for not having him on there. Who would y'all take off, then? Who would y'all take off my list? It's, I mean, it's hard to take people off that list. I mean, it's, it's a great list. You have... Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer, and current Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't know if I would take him off. I think he should definitely be slid. He can even be at the bottom, but I think he has to be on the list, especially what he did in the NFL. He was arguably at one point in time the best slot receiver in the at one point. Yeah, and he, he totally changed NFL offenses. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you didn't see the spread offense very much in the NFL at that point in time. And whenever he entered into the game, I mean, it was totally different. They started slinging the ball around. Uh, so, I mean, that, that considered, he has to be on the list. Okay. I, I, I hear y'all. I just, in, in my mindset, and again, we're just going off my list, so I'm getting critiqued, and I'm totally okay with that. It's hard for me not to put those, you know, legends guys on there, like the ring of honor. It's hard to do that. And then in my way of thinking, because I, I will admit Wes Welker was one of the guys I was considering, but I feel like a lot more people would have, um, you know, I, you know, use this term very loosely in this, but like had an uproar or rioted, quote unquote, right? Um, if Michael Crabtree wasn't on the list or, you know, obviously you have to have Patrick Mahomes on there. That's a must. But the guy for me that was kind of like, okay, I'm just going to put him on there is Graham Harrell. Because I think people, they obviously know about Crabtree and his success. You know, the Blitnikoff winner, um, a finalist twice on there. But people need forget to how great Graham Harrell was, too. I mean, he has college football all-time numbers. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I, I think it's difficult, especially in football, because there's always, you know, Texas Tech may have not had great teams historically. You know, there's what, maybe like seven or eight teams historically where you're like, that's a really, really good team, right? But they have a bunch of individualized players that were really, really good, just happened to be on maybe not the best circumstances in terms of a team, i.e. Patrick Mahomes, you know. I'll, I'll go to my grave saying if Patrick Mahomes was had the same defense that Lamar Jackson had at Louisville, we would have gone, you know, 11-1, and one and he wouldn't have won a Heisman. So, it's just kind of like that. You know, it just really depends. But, okay, I, I can get behind Wes Welker being on there, and Eric Morris is a good one, too. Uh, there's yeah. just so many. So, let's just say we go by my list, right? And y'all can take off whoever y'all want to put Wes Welker on there. Who are the final two that go forward? Like, the final two, like, total always going to be up there. Uh, yeah, so, like – yeah, so if we put two polls out there, each poll has four individuals in it. Who wins those polls? Like, is it Patrick Mahomes and Michael Crabtree, or is it two other people? Man, he, I mean, Crabtree, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I watched, I watched, I watched yeah. him play, and 
quite honestly, he's the best college football I've ever seen play in live, like, person. Uh, and I've seen a bunch. And even on TV, I mean, he was just unbelievable. It seemed like every time, you know, we, we would just throw a slant to him or a tunnel screen, and he was taking it to the house. And I think Mike Leach knew he had something special when, you know, he first came in and made him, you know, from a quarterback to a wide receiver. So, I definitely Crabtree is going to move up in that pole. Uh, I don't know about Graham. Uh, is he even the best Texas Tech quarterback of all time? Uh, no. No, he's not. Uh, but he's not in my opinion. So, it, you know, and it's really hard to, to say because I, I never, you know, I always hear stories about Donnie Anderson. And especially what he did in the NFL. If I probably would have watched him play, I mean, he's got a nickname, the Golden Palomino. So, I mean, he might have been, you know, he might be up there too. Uh, I never saw Gabe Rivera play. But, you know, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. Well, Crabtree for sure is moving on for you. Yeah, Crabtree for sure. What about you, Tobias? He's got Crabtree. You pick one other to move on. Oh, it's definitely going to. Be Mahomes, but I also I think uh, we talk about this guy every time. He, my man EJ Ho, man, Super Bowl champion, three-time AFL champion, five-time AFL uh, All-Star, two-team, two-time first-team All-AFL. He's a uh, very stepped on. I mean, he played in what the '50s, so none of us saw him play, obviously. But historically, I mean, he also was a chief too, as well. So I think he's very stepped on in the tech uh, in the tech space. Well, I think for for me, it comes down to three people: uh, Crabtree. Mahomes, and then as Preston mentioned, Donnie Anderson. People do not – Donnie Anderson was Patrick Mahomes of his time, you know, at Texas Tech. That's really what he was, you know. He was a trendsetter, and it just so happened that he wasn't on the best of teams um, sometimes while he was at Tech. But, you know, he's got that resume where you just look at it, and like you said, he's got a great nickname. That might be a top-five nickname of all time, by the way. Um, um, but it's just one of those things for me where – and again, it's recency bias. We're all accustomed to it. We all fall prone to it. When you see Patrick Mahomes making half a billion dollars, you're going to want to put him on the list. That's just how it is, right? And he's deserving of it. But at the same time, you got to remember these guys like Donnie Anderson, who are just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but if I had to pick my two, I'd probably go Crabtree and Mahomes. But I also got to see Mahomes every Saturday in person for three years. I'm, I'm surprised Graham Harrell doesn't get more love like I know it's been a while when Crafty's gonna get out of recognition, but Harold, he, uh, he, he's in the history books and some, you know, some of these records all times to this day still for some of the stuff that he did while he was at Tech. Yeah, no, he, and again, I think, you know, some people I've heard arguments where is Graham Harold really that great or did, you know, Michael Crabtree make him great? Calm down. Crabtree helped him, no doubt, but Graham Harold had to get him the football and whatnot. So, you know, is Graham Harold had the best NFL career? No, but same thing with Cliff Kingsbury and a lot of Texas Tech quarterbacks. Uh, it just so happens we live in the era where the best player, you know, in the NFL just so happens to go to our alma mater, you know, good for us. Um, it's hard to compare anybody to Pat, but I think those are probably the three I would say. So, Tobias, you said Mahomes? Yeah, I said Mahomes. Okay, so we'll go with Preston on the Crabtree one, and Mahomes will move on in that one. Um, yeah. Let's move on, though, to men's basketball. This one is um, – this is going to sound bad, but this one's pretty easy to me for who's the best player to ever play in men's basketball. So we got Jared Culver, Andre Emmett, rest in peace to him, Keenan Evans, Jarius Jackson, Todrick Gocher, Tony Batie, Darwin Ham, and then Jason Sasser. Um, a couple of guys from recent memory, I would say three. 
um, especially if you include Todrick Gocher right there. But, Preston, who's the guy that you think would move on from basketball? I guess give me the top two, actually, since there's eight right there. Zaire Smith isn't getting uh, any love. Yeah, one year. That's the only reason I didn't put him on my list. He was there oh, for yeah, one that, year. That, that is true. I mean, that guy can jump out of the gym. It was fun to, to watch him play. But, you know, obviously I'm going to go with Derek Colbert. Uh, I mean, that guy. And I really enjoyed watching Keenan Evans play, too. I mean, Keenan Evans was the heart and soul, you know, of our team. Uh, but Jared Culver, the way he can move uh, with the basketball, he was just smooth, you know, and he could shoot, too. Um, and then, you know, just the way he played the game, and, you know, he's obviously from Lubbock, uh, and, you know, so definitely 110% Jared Culver by far. Tobias, who you got? He picked Jared Culver. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Culver as well. I mean, he took this, you know, he helped take this program um, – to heights they had never seen before. Obviously, it wasn't just him. You know, Tech had a really, really good team that year, but he was the leader of that uh, of that team. He got us got us going, so I'm going to pick over as well. I'm going to go with uh, – to pick the second person since y'all went both with Jared, I'm going to go with Keenan. I will die on this yeah. mountain until the day I die. If Keenan Evans does not have a toe injury in 2018, Texas Tech wins the national championship. I will die on that mountain alone. I don't care if people want to join me, by all means. But I will die on that mountain because I truly think they beat Villanova. And whoever won that game, I was saying it before it even tipped off, that whoever won that Nova and Tech game in 2018, that that team was going to win the national championship. And good for Nova. It worked out for them. But there's going to be, you know, that huge what if for Texas Tech basketball in terms of if Keenan didn't have that severe toe injury, they was playing through, like, I don't know if people realize how bad that toe injury was. Um, you know, it took him about 12 months to fully recover from that. So, you know, and he was playing through it because he wanted his team to win a national championship, at least have a chance at it. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would go with Keenan Evans and Jarrett Culver. Um, so we'll mark those down. We'll move on, though. So now we're going to move on to baseball. This is where it becomes interesting to me because I think a lot of people might go recency biased on this, which is completely okay. The four that we have in the baseball category are Josh Young, Clint Bryant in the Ring of Honor, Brooks Wallace in the Ring of Honor for baseball, and then, of course, you had to put Goot on there. Everybody remembers the Goot chants over at Dan Law Field. So, Preston, who would you pick? You can only pick one. Who would you pick from baseball? I mean, I'm going to go with the cliche recency bias. I mean, Josh Young. I mean, that guy, I mean, it seems like every time he went up to bat, I mean, he was going to get it, make solid contact. Uh, I mean, just the way he played the game, and now he's playing for the Rangers. I know he's doing great things for them. I think they, he may be starting uh, this year. Uh, I'm not quite sure on that, but I know he's doing good things. And he was just by far the best baseball player that I've seen play at Tech. You know, and that, that's coming from seeing, like, you know, Nezloni, uh, Goot, and, uh, I mean, we've had a ton of great people, you know, players come in. Uh, in the past, you know, I guess it started really in like 2014, maybe 13, when yeah. it started rolling. I mean, we've had so many great players come in, uh, but you know, when you when you saw Josh Young come on the field, I mean, you looked at him and he looked like a major league ball player. Yeah, absolutely, Tobias. Who you got? I'm gonna pick a young as well. I'm definitely gonna go recently. Recency bias. I got to see him play with his last two years at Tech. Um, like you said, every time, he, every time he stepped up to bat, something good happens. And also, every time, you know, he was fielding, if he goes towards third base, you're out. That's what, that's what you taught me, and I was sticking to it. Every time I went towards third base, he's going out every single time. 
Yeah, no, I remember uh, Preston, a little story about me and Tobias. So Tobias approached me to work at KTXT, and we already talked about that a little bit. Um, yeah. And so I wanted to get to know Tobias. So we went to a baseball game. It was, oh, my goodness, it was a playoff game. I forgot who they were playing. Duke. It was Duke. Yeah, it was Duke. Duke. So in the regional, and I just wanted to get to know him a little better. So we went out there, and we started talking, and, you know, not trying to throw Tobias under the bus, but I think he would say the same thing when he went to that baseball game. He did not know much about tech baseball. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to explain to everything. He's like, so who's the best player? I was like, you see the guy at third base? If you hit it to him, you're out. Just you're out, period. And, and I was like, if he's at the plate, good things happen. And he was like, okay. And then that day, I'm pretty sure Josh Young went like four for four, had two double plays, and had one where he had a double play on his ass. Um, I know oh, you yeah. surely remember that one. So I was like, okay, yep, that, that held weight right there. And Tobias did not forget who he was after that. And then Tobias was also hooked on Tech Baseball. I remember that series greatly, too. And I don't really like Duke, you know, baseball. Anymore. I mean, the way they played that, you know, that series, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely some angst. Uh, yeah. It's funny, too, because um, when I went to the – I think it was the second game, yeah, because we beat them 2-0. Mm-hmm. I went um, – and I sat by the Duke parent section, and I'm a huge baseball fan. That's, about, that's my favorite sport growing up. That's what I played growing up. And I just looked to my right, and I'm like, is that Jeff Conine? Guy that played for the Marlins for a long time, made mil- over $100 million playing baseball. And then I realized I didn't put two and two together in my mind that his son was batting third for Duke. And, man, the Tech fans were just giving it to him. And I was just looking at his face, and his face was as red as my shirt with anger. And I was like, you know, afterwards, he, like, shook our hands and everything. He was like, good job. And I was like, dude, your son's about to make millions upon millions of dollars playing baseball. Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Um, But it's crazy how, like, so many talented guys have come through in the past, you know, what, five years, and you could argue that Josh Young is by far the most talented. Yeah, it's crazy. So, okay, we'll go with Josh Young. I I completely agree with you all on that one. So, we'll move on to the women's sports. And, uh, you know, this one I think is going to be pretty easy too, but we have to discuss it. Um, So, in the women's sports, we put it all together. So, we have Cheryl Swoops, Janine Becky, Sally Capeco, and then Alyssa Thompson. Um, Alicia Thompson, excuse me. So, Women's sports, Preston, who do you got? I mean, Janine Becky isn't hard on the eyes, so no, I'm hoping uh, <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl Swoops, my far. Uh, I mean, obviously, the national championship. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's – and what she did in her, you know, pro career. I mean, that, I think that's probably the most no-brainer one of the entire group. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. What about you, Tobias? I want to pick uh, the GOAT. You know, you have to. I mean, she's she brought a championship. She, you know, the Tech Women's Basketball Program pretty much after she left, you know, kind of took a downfall, downturn. I, I think Coach Stallings are bringing back, but she's the greatest women's basketball player we've ever seen, and she's on our campus. So I'm definitely going to pick uh, the GOAT. All right, I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. For a long time until they got one in track, you know. There's a – honestly, she's – She's not. She's not on the list, but I did want to give another girl a shout out too, because she. I think she. I think it's track and field, so no one really, you know, people don't really go to the meets like that. But uh, Daria Willis. Um, she was a 2019 indoor high jump champion. So from 2017 to 2019, she made a first or second team, um, All American every year. 
of her career. And the one year that she didn't do it was 2016, and she was an all, all, honorable mention All-American. So she was, you know, great from her freshman year to her senior year, and I think that her career definitely was um, underrated. But, yeah, I mean, she got in, in 2019, first team, 2018, she got a first team in indoor and outdoor. 2017, she got a second team indoor and outdoor. So I think her career was very, um, you know, walked over, but I did want to give her a shout-out. No, I, and I will say this. She was the fifth person on the list for me because the only reason I put Thompson was because she was a two-time All-American, first-team All-American, I should yeah, say, I for basketball. So it was for me, you know, I saw first and second for Willis on things. Well, it's hard to pass up a two-time, you know, right. first-team All-American, um, regardless of what sport you're playing. So I had to put Thompson on there. But like Preston said, that that's the easiest one we're going to have yeah. by far. It, it, it swoops, and it's not even remotely close. Um but he is right, Janine Becky. She, she's. Yeah. I got some stories about her too. Going to soccer games, she is. Um, she's a freak um, in terms of just being <laughs> on the field and everything. Man, I'll tell you what, she is unbelievable. Um, I just feel okay. like a lot of people don't um, show soccer love at the school, just because. I get it. It's not one of those sports that get a lot of attention. But Janine Becky, she she's. Uh, you could argue the best player to ever play in the Big Twelve um, in yes. women's soccer. So she's that good. But you know. Like Tobias said, it's the GOAT. Cheryl Swoop, she's the best female basketball player of all time. She went to yeah. Texas Tech. So we'll move on to the coaches now. We're going to pick two coaches. The coaches I have on my list, and again, please put some coaches on there that you think deserve it. I had to put Mike Leach on there. Marsha Sharp, I mean, she's got a highway named after her, for God's sakes. Yeah. Coach Beard, Tim Tidlock, Gerald Myers, Larry Hayes, Wes Kitley, and then I think one of the most underrated coaches in Texas Tech history, Coach Tom Stone. But Preston – Who's the one coach that you're going to pick off of this list to move on? I mean, I'm going to go – I mean, football is what, you know, makes the money at Tech. We all know that. And it's the most important. And, you know, going back from a personal bias, I was there in 2008. I was there in Raiderville. You know, I got to see Mike Leach for years, you know. So, you know, I have an affinity towards him. And so I'm going to stick with him. But I also want to give a shout-out to Spike Dykes. I mean, I think – what he, Spike Dykes epitomized West Texas, and you know, and I think you know what he did at Tech, considering the circumstances. If you read some of the stories about what he had to deal with, like they literally had like one computer and one fax machine. Yep. And what he was able to do uh, was pretty cool. So don't forget about Spike, but for sure, you know, based off, you know, obviously Mike Leach, if he could still be at Tech, I would say. Uh, I would definitely want him there. I think many of our fan base would agree with that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Mike Leach. Fair enough. Mike Leach. Okay. Tobias, who you got? Who are you going to be the second coach to move on from? It might be a, um, a surprise. I want to pick up West, uh, Coach Kidley. Guy has 44 championships. I mean, that kind of speaks for himself. He won a national championship last year. 44 championships. I mean, good boy. Like, you know, he won a coach of the year three times. And, and then, you know, people, you know, the coaches, the guys, and the girls. So, you know, he's, um, you know, he's, he has, he's playing two hats and he's still, you know, there's not a, you know, there's not a drop off between the girls and the guys. So I'm going to pick up uh, Coach Kidley. And he's got the only men's national championship in school history. So, right. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. I think if I had to pick one um, that y'all didn't say, I really want to pick Coach Stone, but at the same time, it's hard not to pick Coach Beard or Tadlock. But yeah. the other one is I, I think we, we have to give Marsha Sharp, you know, like, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. She brought the only national championship ever until, you know, about a year and a half ago. So, I mean, when you get a highway named after you in the 11th biggest city in Texas, probably doing your job right. Um, so, you know, I, but again, I think it's one of those situations where if you pick any coach on that list and you give like two or three reasons why you pick them, I'd be like, all right, they probably deserve to be on the list. Like, that's cool. Like, I wouldn't be upset about it. I think that tells more about the athletic department and where they're at in terms of just having really good teachers um, in terms of their respective sports. And then, you know, just the excellence they've had in terms of hiring as well is kind of hard to say. You know, you, ha- you don't see that a lot of places around the country where you have this many great coaches for this period of time where, you know, we're looking at the list right now. You have Coach Beard, basketball coach. Gerald Myers, basketball coach. We didn't even put Bob Knight on there. I know it was the, you know, latter part of his career, but he's arguably the best college basketball coach of all time. Yeah. You know? Okay, so we'll move on, though. Let's, let's see who the, who's going to actually end up winning this. Okay, so in football, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, we decided on Mahomes and Crabtree. Yeah. In, in basketball, we went Culver and Evans. Yeah. Baseball, we went Josh Young. Women's sports, we don't need to talk about because we know it's Cheryl Swoops. And then Mike Leach and then Wes Kitley. So let's just get the coaches out of the way. Tobias, should we just go with Mike Leach and call it a day? Okay, let's call it Mike Leach and call it a day on that one. I I figured that would be an easy one to get over with. And I I don't even think we need to talk about the women's sports either. Um, That one's Cheryl Swoops. Um, so let's put it, all these together. So on the basketball one, are we going to go Culver or Evans? That, that's tough. I'm, I think I'm going to pick Culver. It's just sad because Keenan's career was never, you know, it didn't finish properly. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's, I'm going to pick Culver. Okay. I'm cool with Culver on that one as well, too. Now, this is going to be the hardest one, in my opinion. Um, Mahomes or Crabtree? Do you go with the ultimate recency bias, or do you go with arguably – what, a top three greatest wide receiver in college football history? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Who are you going with, Tobias? Yeah. Oh, you, you already know where I'm going. You know my man, Moneybag Mahomes. You know, that's what I'm Flex on him. Flex I'm on him. He's a 99 man for a reason. I got the biggest contract in sports history. I'm picking Mahomes. This dude, he's insane. Like, what, what can't this man do? And what I like about him is he got better from college to pro. He got better. Crabtree, he College, he was off the charts. In NFL, he had a solid NFL career. But I'm going to pick my home. Fair enough. Preston, what about you? Man, uh, I know who I want to pick. <laughs> I know who I'm going to pick. Just for the simple fact I want him to come good for me, you know, because he just got a $500 million contract. So. That's a good business so, plan on your part. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, will come fifth. Get up the boy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. There you go. I'm right there with you guys. I'm picking Patrick Mahomes as well. Um, Again, you know, this is – you could be talking about a guy that could go down as the best player to ever play football at the quarterback position. You know, I don't think he will because there's a guy named Tom Brady, but if it did happen, I don't think anybody would be surprised. So, all right, this is what we have. We have a final six, all right? Mike Leach, Cheryl Swoops, Josh Young – Jarrett Culver and Patrick Mahomes. Excuse me, not a final six, a final five. All right, let's eliminate one right off the bat. Who are we going to eliminate from this list so we can make it four? Mine, I would eliminate Mike Leach. Yeah, 
That's fair. I'm agree. I'll agree. Yeah, he, that. Yeah, he can go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think the code's here. Okay, so we'll just keep it strictly players on this one. We got Swoops, Young, Culver, and Mahomes. Can we narrow this down to two? I think I can, but I want to hear y'all's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with what keeps the needle ticking at Tech, and it's you know, football and you know, men's sports. And I, I hate to say that. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's the truth, sadly. So, I mean, we're gonna get rid of Swoops. Okay, so Swoops is off for you. What about you, Tobias? Oh, well, Swoops is staying off for sure. It's gonna be my man, Moneybag Mahomes. Oh, he's going off. Oh, he's going off. Who's staying? No, no, no. Who's going off the list? So, like, oh, who's going so we can get it down to two. So, oh, well, I would you, take off. I would take off Clover and Young. You take off Clover and Young. Yeah. Who would be your final two, Preston? Would it be who would it be, Mahomes and Clover, or who would it be? It would be yeah, Mahomes and Clover. Yeah, Mahomes and Clover. I mean, you look at like I said, the revenue generation that these two have Texas Tech, and I know what Texas absolutely the best, you know basketball player, you know, women's basketball player ever. But what does that compare to to what Mahomes and Culver, you know, rocked the table and they did? And so in that case, what was the best for the university? It was Mahomes and Culver. So let's take revenue out of it. Would you have swoops up there in the top two? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Let's let's play it like that then. Let's play it like that. Just strictly like that. So you would have Mahomes and Swoops. I think we'd all have Mahomes and Swoops, honestly. Yeah. Um, now the real question is who wins? Do you go with the ultimate recency bias? Or do you go with the greatest player of all time in her respective sports? Oh, oh Tobias, you're going swoops. Swoops. You know, like, like when you she hit she hit the pinnacle, you hit me higher than what she did. You literally you... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think she, it's tough. What about you, Preston? Did she win a WNBA championship? She won two. Yeah. She won two. Okay. All right. I'm still going with my home. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I got to be the deciding factor. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. So, for me, th this is my logic because, Tobias, you're absolutely right. She is by far the GOAT. She is the pinnacle, right? Right. But it kind of goes back to the Mahomes factor in terms of how many kids in the next 20 years, 30 years, are we going to see coming up playing football and being superstars that are wearing number 15? Okay, the okay. Well, remember how you said she won two uh, WNBA championships? Sure, she won four. Does oh. that help? Does that does, that, oh, does okay. that, help? That, that that does help a little bit. I thought it was two. Oh, oh. Okay, well, I apologize, Cheryl Swoops. I'm not trying to cut those in half. Yeah. Three, three, three MVPs. See, here's the thing. Like, I, I really want to pick Swoops, but that recency yeah. bias is so real for me right now. It is so real. Yeah, no. When when you when you tell if honestly if we would have had this conversation last Sunday before the news broke last Monday about him getting five hundred million dollars. It might have been a lot easier for me, but we're talking about a half billion dollar man. No, yeah, it's, no, it's, no, it's um, it's crazy. And then, like, like you said, Mahomes, he's gonna change. You know, every, every kid's gonna want to be like Mahomes. You know, now yeah. every everyone's gonna want to do like you know his story is still being written. He's what twenty five, twenty four, twenty four. So you know, you know, real, realistically, we're gonna see him what eleven more years, roughly. I mean, decade. if he's Tom Brady, he can play to 43. We could see yeah. him for another two decades. Yeah, yeah. so we could see him, you know, 20 more years, theoretically. I mean, yeah, he's going to revolutionize the game. We already yeah. have. I'm going to go. And not, gonna, oh, go ahead. And not only that, but he could have played professional baseball, too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you got to add that into it. I mean, what would he have done as a baseball player? 
Yeah. I, so I'm going to qualify it like this. I know what one has done for their whole career. So that's why I'm going to choose that one. I'm going to go with swoops. Now, if I knew, you know, if we're having this discussion 20 years from now, I think it's Patrick Mahomes, but I will say this too. Um, this was like a 50.1% decision. And then Patrick Mahomes was 49.9. It's like, you can't go wrong with either one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the thing I like about Swoops is, so she won, you know, the MVP, but two of those years, she won the MVP and the, and the, the WNBA defensive player of the year in both the same year, twice. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's wild. Like she, she's, she's insane, but all right. So we're going to say the ultimate legends. Well, you know, let's just say there's legends. The ultimate legends are Patrick Mahomes and Cheryl Swoops. Build the statues now. Right? Yeah. Build them now. Man, yeah, that, that, that's what we have to say. And we'll have those polls out on Guns Up Nation, and we'll be sure to tag at Wreck'em Outdoors. Preston, man, thank you for joining us, man. We really enjoyed this, yeah. dude. Yeah, man, I had a, good, had a good time. Ken Tadlock, I know you like to fish. Come on with it, dude. We'll get after it. Fish See, that's what I maybe you should have picked Tim Tadlock instead of Coach Leach, and then. Oh, I know. We'll, we'll get there one day. We'll get there. There you go. Fair yeah. enough. But thank you again, Preston, for hopping on and supporting Guns Up Nation. We really appreciate it. Go be sure to check out his website, Wreck'em Outdoors, and go follow him on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, but for Tobias Bass, I'm R.C. Maxfield. He's Captain Preston Long, again with Wreck'em Outdoors. Thank you all for checking out Guns Up Nation podcast. We'll catch you all next week. And as always, keep your thumbs up. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans.